Holly Grimaldi Flores. I'm Sign Musiker, and, and this, this is Curtain Call. Call. Back, offering a guide to the most exciting, thought-provoking arts and culture from Reno to Davis. With an emphasis on cool stuff right here in the foothills. And on this episode, we're talking about the return of World Fest, a vengeful barber, a pair of classical festivals in the world's oldest bar band. But first... Music in the Mountains closes out Summerfest 2022 with music by the Joe Mazzaferro Big Band. He teaches jazz at UOP in Stockton, and he'll bring his 16-piece Big Band to Beers, Brats, and Brews at the Nevada County Fairgrounds the evening of July 9th. And now for something rowdy. Roll up to the club in my 1964 Caddy Street, ready to stomp at a quarter to one, just a looking for fun. I said a twist for me, baby, hit a rip for me, baby Take another shot, get lit for me, baby Ooh, It's a quarter to two What you wanna do? Paul Cawthon with the song Cocaine Country Dancing, in which he revisits a a particularly wild period of life while living in Wichita Falls, Texas. And Cawthon has this deep voice. You know, it sounds to me a lot like Johnny Cash with a dose of soul. And, you know, it's a really danceable tune. And we're definitely not recommending the drug. No, we're not. But we like the singer a lot. Paul Cawthon plays Goldfields in Old Roseville on July 12th. Lots of good country music coming up at Goldfields. Now we're both excited. Yeah, World Fest is back July 14th. Struggle music, struggle sounds, struggle people, struggle now. I just love those funky African rhythms that Sian Kuti, the youngest son of Fela Kuti, and he leads his dad's old band, Egypt 80. And he's a worthy successor to his dad as a political activist and dazzling performer. And Sian Kuti is coming to the Nevada County Fairgrounds for a World Fest. Oh, that's assuming, you know, that the firefighters are out of there, along with Old Crow Medicine Show stars of the Bluegrass Circuit. It's a pairing that just shows how diverse World Fest can be. Sai and I sat down with Center for the Arts Executive Director and World Fest Director Amber Jo Manuel to talk about the challenges of bringing musical talent from around the world to Nevada County. What is it like putting on an international music festival coming out of COVID? So far, we've had no hiccups. There were a few bands, some that are coming from really far, like Africa that we had booked in 2019 um, for the 2020 festival, which did not happen. Now, whether or not they get their visa from Canada or wherever they're coming and they do show up is a different story, (laughs) but (laughs) we are hopeful they're all going to get their visas and they're all going to be here. And in the past, 5,000 festival goers would show up every year with the interruptions of COVID. How is it going this year? 
it looks like everybody waited to buy tickets later because they want to make sure it's really going to happen, right? It's really going to happen. After two years of so many cancellations, I think people have cancellation fatigue. Uh, world Fest. I mean, it's world music. Mm-hmm. but uh, So it's very diverse. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of barefoot dancing. How do you think <laughs> about the theme? Um, I We always start from the top with like some of our headliners and then we kind of go from there. But we definitely look for a flow of the evening. We want to know if people are going to be up on their feet dancing, having a really great time. And we want to make sure that we have a good mix from Latin America, from Africa, so that we're not just one country centric. <laughs> so that's part of it is that we look at the flow for each evening. Let's talk about a couple of the artists. Martha Redbone. Uh, who's been touring with these this suite of songs about her black and Native American roots. And I hope she's going to be doing that at World Fest. Is that right? Oh, she will for sure. She uh-huh. is one of our main stage performers. She's going to perform on Sunday. And I love her because she does get inspiration from her traditional roots. But then she also will sing blues and jazz and really modernize it. So I like to look at artists that are drawing inspiration from their global roots and then having a kind of twist on it. And she's definitely that way. I love her. She's going to be great on Sunday. Yeah, and one of my other uh, favorites who's going to be here is Maclete Hadero from Oakland, who has been uh, delving into Ethiopian jazz. And tell me what inspired you to bring her here. So every January, I go to a festival called Global um, Global Fest in New York, and it is awesome. It's um, at the Coca Cabana Room in Manhattan, and you go to each room. There's like four great artists playing at one time, and I saw McLeet in January of 2020, and she was with her band, and it was all Ethiopian music, and her energy and her voice were powerful. <laughs> that you might not have heard of but they're actually on the radio all the time with one of their hits is Messia Pianigne and they're from Colombia and the sweetest kind of 40 jazzy vibe mixed with their Colombian roots is awesome and they're one of their head songs right now that's playing on the radio everywhere you will hear Te dije adiós Llegaste tarde para despedirnos Y si el destino apresurado quiso herirnos, yo descubrí una solución para el dolor. 
don't know the bands, trust me, come. You will have a great time. This is a wonderful festival. And I noticed that when the center has a great team of people that like to have fun and enjoy each other's company, the festival is that much better. And that's what we have this year. Amber Joe Manuel, director for World Fest, which is returning to the Nevada County Fairgrounds. And we heard music from Sia Kuti, Martha Redbone, McLeet Hadero, and Monsieur Perinet. Plus, look for the drum heavy Red Barat, Cumbia specialist La Misa Negra out of Oakland, and the very popular Old Crow Medicine Show, and lots more. World Fest is happening at the Nevada County Fairgrounds July 14th through 17th. And did we mention all four days of World Fest will be simulcast by KVMR-FM? And if our signal is a bit glitchy, download the KVMR app for your iPhone or Android device. Easy listening. Yeah, so it is festival season madness. And the Folsom Americana Fest is back featuring the Hawthorns, Kevin Murray, and Ben and Noel Haggard and the Strangers. First thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and the youngin's dream was growing up to ride. On a freight train leaving town not knowing where I'm bound No one could change my mind but Mama tried Yeah, Ben sure sounds like it's dad, Merle, at least when Merle had both his lungs to sing with. Ben and Noel Haggard will be at the Folsom Americana Fest along with John Carter Cash, son of Johnny Cash and his first wife, June Carter, and a bunch of other bands. That's July 15th at the Murray Dance Studio in Folsom and July 16th at Folsom's Dan Russell Rodeo Arena. The festival returns with more country bands later this summer. And we are so happy to have the Thursday Night Market in Grass Valley continuing each Thursday through the end of July and summer nights in Nevada City Wednesday nights on the 13th, 20th, and 27th. Family fun, live music, lots of vendors, a chance to meet your neighbors on the street. Right, meet your neighbors on the street without fear of COVID. And if you stick around till 9.30, you can get with the crowd and dance at the Crazy Horse Saloon to the music of Cosmic Frog, a band from Chico, that's on July 13th, and the funk and blues band Elevation on July 20th. Also in Nevada City, there's a bloody good show at the Nevada Theater based on an old English tale. But the Italian, what are we going to do with him? Later on, when it's dark, we'll take him out of the trunk and bury him. Well, I suppose we could do that. I don't suppose he's got any relatives going to come poking around looking for him. But you know me. Bright ideas just pop into my head. And I was thinking, seems a downright shame. Shame? Seems an awful waste. That's Sarah Noah as Mrs. Lovett and Micah Cohn. He's a Nevada Union high school grad. He's still singing beautifully in a song from Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. That's perhaps Stephen Sondheim's greatest musical. Mrs. Lovett, what a charming notion, eminently practical and yet appropriate as always. Mrs. Lovett, how I did without you all these years, I'll never know. How delectable. Also undetectable, how choice, how rare, for what's the sound of the world out there? What, Mr. Todd, what, Mr. Todd, what is that sound? Those crunching noises pervading the air. Sweeney Todd is Sierra Stage's big show of the summer. And Holly and I dropped in on a rehearsal where we talked to Noah, Cohn, and musical director Ken Getz about the show, set in a grim 19th century London. 
Sweeney Todd tells the story of a barber seeking revenge against a judge who has wronged him, but really against pretty much anyone, in fact, leaving behind quite a body count, while Mrs. Lovett turns opportunity into delicious meat pies. If you catch our drift, here's Sarah Noah. This is a dream role for me, too, for both of us. I love the musical challenge because it keeps you thinking, and it's been a lot of work, but it's been great. Stephen Sondheim said that uh, Sweeney Todd is a story about obsession and how revenge can consume a person and tear them apart. The play sounds incredibly bleak when you hear about it, but it is not. Music director Ken Getz really loves musicals. He's seen Sweeney Todd a dozen or more times, finding something new to admire in each performance. It is incredibly rich. For anyone who's seen it, you know that it is not only chilling, and it is somewhat, I remember being extremely uh, disconcerted by the original production, and also it's very funny. And I defy any human to get to the end of the show and not feel a little, a little teary. I, even rehearsal, it gets me every time we do it. You get to the end and I'm just tearing up there at the end because it's, it's sad. My friend, I'm your friend too, come let Mr. me Todd. hold you. you now with a sigh, you go warm in my hand, my friend, my clever friend. So it's, it's not only just about the blood, it's not about the killing, it's about the revenge and the, and the personal sacrifice someone makes for that revenge. That's musical director Ken Getz. And, you know, I was knocked out by the quality of the work uh, by uh, Getz, his devotion to this score, and by the singing abilities of Micah Cohn and Sarah Noah. I think it's going to be a wonderful show, and I am always impressed with the professionalism of Sierra Stages. Sweeney Todd opens July 14th at the Nevada Theater and continues through August 6th. The middle of July is packed full of choices, and up the hill, above the heat, Classical Tahoe begins a series of concerts also starting July 14th. Classical Tahoe somehow managed to present concerts all through the pandemic, but not without tragedy. The founding artistic director for the organization, that's Joel Revson, died of COVID in 2020. And this year, the organization is premiering a new symphony in his honor by Bay Area composer Jake Hagee, who knew Revson and who's best known for his songs and operas. We talked on Zoom with Classical Tahoe's artistic director and concertmaster, Laura Hamilton, about how Revson loved the lake and the way Heggie captured that connection. We hear in this music all facets of the lake, from the sun sparkling off the surface of the water to uh, the wind driving stormy waves. He manages to paint a picture with I think you're just going to have to listen to Hamilton had me packing my overnight bag to make sure I didn't miss a beat. She's really passionate about the power, beauty, and intimacy of a classical Tahoe concert. Among the pine trees, it's, it's just gorgeous with the sun setting in back of the shell. So the audience is really close. It's like they're in among us, in the midst of a real world-class 
ensemble without the distance that you would find in a concert hall. You will be blown away. Classical Tahoe presents a really impressive range of music from a jazz camp led by Chris and Dan Brubeck uh, to symphonies by Beethoven and Tchaikovsky to chamber works. We're listening right now to a Dvorak trio. And it's all on the campus of Sierra Nevada University in Incline Village. The concerts run July 14th through August 18th. Some of these concerts will be streamed on PBS Reno. That's pretty good outreach. We're going to talk about another classical festival in the foothills in a moment, uh, but I want to clear our heads with some cat power. That's Cat Power, a.k.a. Chan Marshall, singing Papa Power, a song of solidarity with Occupy Wall Street. And if you all remember that, that's burn the streets, burn the cars, go the lyrics. That song was written by Ryan Gosling and Zach Shields for Gosling's band Dead Man's Bones. So he's a great actor, he's really good looking, and a talented yeah, musician. Yeah, no, I do not think that is fair. <laughs> <laughs> not fair. Yeah, Cat Power recorded Papa Power and other covers for a recent album, and we'll probably hear a lot of those on her tour. She's got such a great voice and a sharp feminist political sense. She is the essence of an indie rocker for decades now. Cat Power plays the Ace of Spades in Sacramento July 18th. Should be a great show. And the California State Fair is back after two years of COVID cancellations. Of course, we don't think it's as great as the Nevada County Fair. No, it's not, but it is very, very big. Carnival rides, corn dog eating contests, best of competitions, and everything from wine to cannabis. Yeah, we'll see if we can win back the crowds despite falling attendance the past few years. The California State Fair is back at Cal Expo July 15th through the 31st. And back also is the Bear Valley Music Festival. We're listening to the Captain Blood Overture from Eric Korngold from the golden age of Hollywood adventure films. That's just one of the diverse offerings, ranging from classics like Wagner and Beethoven's Seventh to modern pieces by California composers Mason Bates and the late Frank Zappa. Uh, the festival has a new conductor and musical director this year who picked out the whole, all the music. It's Alexander Micklethwaite. He's German-born, and he programmed the festival, including an evening of what he calls California Flower Power. And I came from like far away, like a mood board. What makes California for me, you know, California? And I'm like, my wife is Californian. Well, she grew up in San Diego, and um, we went many times to Lake Tahoe. So thinking, okay, there's Silicon Valley. There's, of course, Flower Power. There's the 60s. There is um, Silicon Valley meaning computer and like that whole integration. Then there's Hollywood. It's also not quite the Bay Area, but still California. Um, and then I dug deeper. Okay, 
Mason Bates is a good friend of mine and I, I did conduct his works before and which one could work with our orchestra with electronics and suddenly, well, there's this rusty air of, of Carolina. Bear Valley suffered a tragic loss last year, the death of its conductor and music director, Michael Morgan, who was also the leader of the Oakland Symphony. Yeah, Morgan was African-American, and wherever he worked, he pushed for diversity and inclusion in the often elitist world of classical music. And I used to attend his concerts uh, at the Paramount Theater in Oakland when I lived in the Bay Area, and he always brought something fresh to this sometimes often stodgy classical concert tradition. So conductor Micklethwaite knows he has some big shoes to fill. So personally, I met him 1999, 2000, um, at the beginning of my career, and he was a teacher, like a guest teacher in different places for conductors, for young conductors. I mean, we are all kind of lonely wolves a little bit, and he was the one person I could, I mean, the one conductor professionally I could just call whenever I wanted for questions, and that's what I did over the last 20 years. We saw each other three years ago one more time in San Francisco briefly, I'm just so excited to continue that legacy in a very different angle, but still to be there. Alexander Micklethwaite is the new music director for the Bear Valley Music Festival running July 22nd through August 7th, deep in the central Sierra at 7,000 feet. It's a great event for day trippers if you live in Stockton, Sonora, Jackson, or Angels Camp, where I know KVMR and Curtain Call has listeners. Now here's another orchestra with a really different sound. Orchestra led these days by Scotty Barnhart with The Kid from Red Bank. Yeah, and Holly, I'm old enough to remember when Basie and Duke Ellington were still the kings of jazz. I saw them at Newport. My dad always preferred Basie, and maybe sometimes I think now he was right. I saw this band a few years ago, and they are still playing some very fine music. The Count Basie Orchestra comes to the Center for the Arts in Grass Valley on July 24th. You know, until I started looking for entertainment for Curtain Call, I didn't realize how much great music is booked at Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. Each month there is at least one not-to-be-missed act, and July's no exception with the Black Crows.
It's the early 90s all over again with the Black Crows doing Jealous Again. I mean, there's a lot of great hooks in these songs. And other hits like She Talks to Angels and Too Hot to Handle. That's the Black Crows, July 23rd and 24th at the Grand Sierra Resort. And speaking of Too Hot to Handle... We are so glad that blues, folk, and jazz icon Leo Kaki, I don't know if he's hot, he's more of the nerd's choice, uh, but what a great guitarist, and he's on tour again. Kotke playing there with his frequent duet partner Mike Gordon on their 2020 album called Noon. And Leo Kotke is still a guitar god at 77. I don't know how he keeps the arthritis at bay. Uh, if you love finger-picked acoustic guitar, the show is very much worth a drive. Kotke is also at Berkeley's Freight and Salvage, July 22nd and 23rd. And much closer to us, he plays the Sophia in Sacramento, July 24th. August starts hot as well for live entertainment, including all things Jerry Garcia, with lots of bands celebrating the Grateful Dead founder's birthday and the Nevada County Fair. For that and so much more, tune in to Curtain Call next month. But let's go out with music from one more band. NRBQ, the new rhythm and blues quintet. Now, a quartet led by Terry Adams making great music since 1966. That's Dragnet, a new release from NRBQ, one of the best pop bands of all time. Just a singular mix of R&B and 60s pop and early punk. And they're so good that their songs have been covered from by everyone from Jimi Hendrix to Bonnie Raitt to SpongeBob SquarePants. You know, talk about range. And they're playing Harlow's in Sacramento on August 2nd.
We're dancing here in the studio. Yes, we are. And we're back with our next show on Friday, August 5th. I'm Cy Musiker. I'm Holly Grimaldi Flores. And, and this, this is Curtain Call, Call coming, coming to you from, from KVMR-FM, KVMR FM, Nevada, Nevada City. City.